If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Super Musk, and he's flying Doge to the moon. Also, Papa Buffett and Munger Games weighed in. But will their two wheat pennies stop Watson from trading crypto? I think not. All right, Jerry, you there? Yeah, I'm here. That was nice. uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I love Greg it. Be I proud. love it. I, uh, everybody knows uh, uh, we're, we're missing Greg today, so uh, you, you got you got Jerry and myself. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're leading the ship, so I'm trying to, trying to make sure we're doing my brother proud here. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I feel like he probably got locked in the car, and so he he can't record. He ran out of battery, and he's just uh... <laughs> so. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's been a crazy few weeks. I think we uh, we didn't have a Mother's Day podcast, so a lot of stuff yeah. has happened. When mom's um, out there, yeah, yeah. The um, so I don't know if you've been been paying attention to the uh, uh, Dogecoin and, and Elon Musk and and everything going on there, but. You know, there was that, that huge disappointment with the uh, the Saturday Night Live thing. Um, but he's kind of made redemption uh, with the Doge community, I believe. I think so. Yeah, the Doge community, maybe not the Bitcoin community. Right. He And so, have you been keeping up on what's kind of going on with him on the Bitcoin side? Like, what he's been talking about? It's, it's kind of hard to not be caught up with the podcast I listen to. <laughs> Every single one is about Elon Musk, SNL, Bitcoin, but um, I think the TLDR, if I can do it in a TLDR, is that he was bullish on Bitcoin and got everybody excited about it a few months ago and would let people uh, buy Teslas with it and then they Bitcoin invested billions. Yeah. And then uh, decided recently it was uh, bad for the environment, use a lot of fossil fuels, and uh, tank the price. Yeah. And, and now he's looking at Doge. He's so this is the the thing, and yes, that's in it. We you covered it, and <laughs> this is what. But this is what's interesting about it though, because he he did make his comment. Because we got to get, we do have to give this guy credit because you know he essentially he started PayPal, right? And he makes yes. he makes a comment about that. So he he understands. Um, finding new ways on payment and exchange and securely doing it. And so I, I caught this thing where he's, he's, just, he's talking about using, um, he's working with the kind of creators of Doge and trying to, to better secure the networks and the, um, the confirmations, uh, the verifications to make it solid because he wants to fund a, um, the first flight to the moon for, uh, you know, for, for SpaceX with Doge. Yeah. Yes, and um, it was interesting because 
in that same sort of breath, he made a comment about how everybody's talking about Bitcoin being um, decentralized and whatnot. But he said there was a, a flood in, um, it was like Xinjiang, Xinjiang, China or something like that, that uh, almost killed a bunch of miners. And coincidentally, at the same time, um, the uh, crypto market dropped like 35% at the, right when that happened. And so he said, is that a coincidence or does it really kind of make you understand when he talks about coal mines being used like the, um, to have these mining farms? So I don't know. It, it's interesting. I don't know what you feel about it. If you've, if you've even dove into that. I don't know a lot about the, the floods of the miners. It's tragic. I interesting. know about that. Yeah. But, but I just, um, it feeds into why he makes the comment about um, not really supporting Bitcoin because a majority of the coin is owned by um, mining farms that are all over the world, just eating it up and they're not necessarily running on clean energy, you know? Uh-huh. So. Yeah, Kevin O'Leary also is pretty vocal about uh, Bitcoin and, and there's this whole notion now of... Uh, green bitcoin or right. ones that are locally environmentally using renewable using like yeah hydro to yeah. uh to mine i i really don't understand how uh at the end of the day you can quantify which satoshi from a right. clean energy uh I, yeah. mining facility or not but maybe it's i'm sure with with the ledger and blockchain it's probably recorded and there <laughs> i would imagine there's probably some deducing going on when you're seeing the you know you're seeing the ledger on, on how much how much that specific person or whatever entity owns, right? Yeah. Because you're not probably seeing one individual own um, 5 million Bitcoin. I don't know, but who knows? Who knows? The, the, the other thing that's interesting just today on uh, Sunday already, just today, I guess, uh, you know, even though he said that uh, consumers would not be able to buy Teslas with Bitcoin, right? it sounded as if Tesla was still going to keep their stake in Bitcoin whatever billions of dollars. And then he had that uh, tweet today where someone said that people, uh, Tesla is slowly or maybe quickly dumping yeah. all of the Bitcoin. And then he said, indeed, some yes. sort of maybe acknowledgement. Insinuating that, 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 yeah, I saw that. It, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, the comment about uh, people are going to be surprised when next you know quarter they realize that, you know, Elon Musk or Tesla dumped their, all their Bitcoin, you know, with the way that they've been talking about him. And yeah, it was just it was just one word. <laughs> Indeed, you know? yeah, and Indeed. that uh, and that made it go from like fifty to forty three or something, yeah, fifty k to forty three. So yeah, I've you been know. dollar cost averaging in actually. <laughs> really? Yeah, just throughout the day, I've been checking the price, and if it's if it's lower, I'll add a little more. It, this is for, that kind. Of, this is that thing. Fun. Yeah, this is the thing you guys have been talking about. We've been mentioning through a lot of the shows is about the volatility of of this, right? Um, there, there's a lot of it that is speculative and it's stuff like this that can drive it down. One man, one man I'm telling you this is, it's insane. Good show today. You know, uh, last time I know Jerry, we, um, <laughs> uh, it, it was all about that new stock MVIS we were talking about. And <laughs> it, it ate into time. We weren't really able to get into what you had to share, which is really cool. Um, is, you know, we talk about this algorithmic trading when we're looking at the our traditional markets, but we don't think about the algorithmic trading that's involved with the crypto market, grid trading. And 
you, um, my friend, are our our uh, <laughs> our algo master here, who has, has started <laughs> to venture into that space. So you've been experimenting with it, and um, you're you're going to show or, or describe to us how you do it and and what's going on because I think it's fascinating, and I'm I'm actually wanting to learn myself. So cool. Have at yeah, it, wizard. No, <laughs> it, it is and uh i'm relatively new to it as well um and, it, and it's not just grid trading but i mean today i'll focus on grid trading but um you know obviously there are all kinds of algorithmic trades that right. are going on I, I mean one might consider a, a limit order you know buy buy bitcoin when it hits 50k that that could be an algorithmic trade True. right it's just one instruction set one criteria right. and then one event that happens when the criteria is met. Very true. Algorithm trading is just uh, a combination of those all put together based on various indicators that uh, you know you feel are important. Right. And uh, a friend of mine set me up with. Uh, he wrote one a few uh, months ago that worked with the TD Ameritrade API, and he wow. was using very simple set of instructions. It was basically MACD crossover and looking at some um, EMAs and okay. like the, the 26 and the 12 or something like that. And just making sure everything looked bullish. And then if it, if it had a, a crossover that was the bearish sentiment, you know, it would, it would sell. And it was, it was fairly simple, but it was kind of difficult to set up. I had to, uh, right. Yeah, I had it on my Windows machine and I had to download all these different, uh, I had to set up Python, had to set up, uh, wow. yeah, just Microsoft, uh, just all kinds of what they call IDEs for developers, okay. integrated development environments and SDKs and set up API keys and all kinds of stuff. So it just really wow. got, uh, it got intense and uh, I'm close. I just sort of, that's on the back burner right now. Mm -hmm. This uh, this grid trading bot that I found through KuCoin, it's K U C O I N. It's a it's an exchange for crypto that is based in Singapore, wow. I believe. They have got it working really nicely on their app. There's no Python APIs. You don't have to know anything about programming. So straight just, from the app. Straight from the app. In fact, KuCoin doesn't offer it on the web there are other if, if you do want to do this kind of thing on your desktop browser on the web there's a different one uh called pionex which is very similar p-i-o-n-e-x also a uh they're a chinese one and i think they use binance as their back end uh for order fulfillment but uh we got hey siri <laughs> hey hey welcome to the show sorry sorry wanted to <laughs> say something but uh yeah i i've been enjoying uh kucoin it's been working pretty well uh for grid trading but but before we go into that i'll i'll talk a little bit about what grid trading is and for those listeners that want to follow along you can look in the show notes uh for this podcast and i'll put a link to an article i put up yesterday about oh. how to get set up with kucoin or Pinex and some resources for, for learning more about grid trading. So you can, awesome. you can kind of listen along or you can use the, uh, the article on uh, the moneyvikings.net, moneyvikings, the moneyvikings.com moneyvikings and uh, kind of go through that. But basically what grid trading is, 
It's a neutral to mildly bullish, or some might argue bullish, uh, trade type. So you, you want to find cryptos that oscillate or okay. slowly go up. So you have your entry price, and you want it to go up a bunch of uh, levels. And then ideally, it comes back down, then it goes back up, then it mm -hmm. goes back down. And if you can identify a crypto that sort of repeats this over and over again for weeks and weeks and months and months, you know, the longer, the better, you will, will keep making money on that, uh, on that ride. It's like a little roller coaster going up and down and up and down. And basically what it's doing is when it goes up, it's buying. And when it makes a purchase, it also creates another order slightly above where the buy was to hmm. sell it when it hits that. Oh, wow. And, and, you, and you set the like the incremental threshold yourself, or it, I'd imagine, right? It's you're building yeah. that into, right? Okay. Yeah. What you want to do, and I'll go through all this, but what you want to do is figure out before you enter into this grid trade um, what the top is and what the bottom is for the duration of the trade. And you can use things like uh, Bollinger Bands if you turn those on in Trading View. Wow and you go to the, the daily view, you can kind of see by default, I believe it's two standard deviations, right? maybe one or two standard deviations deviation, out yeah. of yep. what the, what the price could go to. So in many ways, it's sort of like an iron condor is to me for, for options traders where you're setting an upper and a lower boundary right. and you profit as this thing oscillates through that, but stays within the boundary. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So you, it's finding a, a, a conventional trading style, I guess, for, for well, maybe iron condors aren't necessarily tra in a traditional, but, but still the, the, the method of trading in an options market, you're applying that now in crypto and for, using a platform to do it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait. I'm sure that uh, our friends over at uh, Tastyworks are going to implement some sort of options uh, and derivatives on uh, on crypto for the crypto cool. that they do support. Yeah, it'll be fun. But because uh, because really options profit from high volatility. Yeah. And and that's where this this uh, this grid trading strategy works well is high volatility. You want that oscillation of it going up and down and up and down and right. up and down. Cause it's, it, it will, it will only make profit uh, with one caveat that, uh, you know, if it goes below your entry and it just keeps, you know, diving down, 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 you're, you're going to lose money. But if you're willing to wait that out till it comes back up to your entry price, uh, you could still come out ahead. The, and there's no way to do, um, some like a like a stop loss or a, there is know, there is at the same time yeah yeah okay. totally you can and, and that's optional okay but Perfect. um yeah like today in fact you know with the uh a good example elon musk saying indeed uh maybe he is selling bitcoin from tesla that made my uh my bitcoin grid trading bot go below the threshold. I must've had like 47 K okay. uh, on my lower end or 46. And it went down to, I think 40, I don't know how low it got today, 43 or so it's back up inside of that range. And I, if I had a stop loss, it would have just sold 
and uh, you know I would have been out uh, the yeah. money. But I stuck in there and waited for it to rebound. And it's now that it's rebounding, it's going to start triggering a bunch of those uh, sell orders on the buys it made oh, on wow. the way down. That's actually pretty, so that's amazing. Let me go. Craig's mind the, would be uh, blown right now. It would totally be blown right now. <laughs> the the thing you've got to understand before we even go through the uh, the eight simple steps to set up your uh, grid trading bot on KuCoin, um, you want to base like I said, you want to choose a coin that's volatile but is sort of oscillating in a range or slowly kind of going up. If if you if you find a coin that you believe, what were we talking about before the podcast? Was it Safe Moon? Safe or- Moon, yeah. If, if you believe that's just going to go parabolic to the moon, astronomically high, uh, grid trading is not the strategy for you. You just buy okay. the coin outright. You'll, you'll do a lot better. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're kind of sacrificing some upside potential and, you know, huge bullish gains if for, uh, for, for a type of crypto that is just going to skyrocket. You, you right. might as well just buy the entire crypto, whatever but- you feel comfortable with. I mean, wouldn't that be because we talk about how, you know, cryptocurrencies, a lot of them are speculative, right? And so yeah. if the idea is that, you know, um, you know, who knew Bitcoin was going to be where it was? Everybody speculates, you know, feel that it, it will get to $100,000 per coin by the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it truly is speculative. And I think it's the same way in the stock market is we, we do our our best guesstimations but it it in turn is still kind of speculative mm-hmm. um you know we talk about it all the time is you know profit is profit you mm-hmm. make money take that money so even if that were the case where we felt a crypto was take off and really go tenfold or something like that uh-huh. if we just wanted to play a little conservative and play it safe we could still use the grid trading right i mean it's not you totally could Absolutely. Yeah. The the key with the grid trading is that, um, you know, as it goes up, you will continue to make money. And when you, when you um, sell out of your position, even if you've exceeded the highest bounds of your upper threshold, you you will, there's two kinds of profits in grid trading. Uh, One of the profits is called grid profit. And that's just the arbitrage Mm -hmm. between um, the buying and the selling at the various grid levels that you okay. set. The other one is called the floating PL. So whatever you own at the time, and based on your entry price, the floating PL will sort of apply to the the crypto that you already own that uh, you are either losing or gaining on based on the entry price where you maybe purchased your first bit of crypto. Okay. And you, you add those together there. And sometimes the grid profit is positive and the floating PL is negative because you've had maybe three or four buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, but right. then it dove down a little bit. Uh, so your grid profit is not enough to make your floating PL um, disappear. I, I mean, make it, make it positive. Okay. That makes sense. There yeah, is yeah, a diagram in here that will uh, help our listeners. We'll put that up in uh, the. Uh in the show notes nice yeah okay so let me just kind of walk through the uh the eight simple steps to uh to start your first grid trade Perfect. Uh, what i'd recommend you do is download kucoin first and we put links in there there's referral links so if you want to help out the money vikings that would be great 
uh, either KuCoin or Pinex, and you set up a free account. The nice thing about these two guys is that there's no KYC. There's no know your customer. You don't have to put in your social security number. You don't have cool. to, uh, you know, put your address. Uh, the other thing, though, that you should know is that you will have to fund it from another account like Coinbase or something like that. I recommend you uh, uh, you fund it with some uh, Litecoin because the fees to transfer Litecoin are very cheap. So Good if you know. have some Litecoin, just send it on over to your KuCoin wallet or convert some other crypto you have into Litecoin, send it over. I mean, if you want to do Bitcoin or Ethereum, have at it. Uh, but the, the gas fees on Ethereum, just check those first before you send and see what they're going to be. And where, they, uh, where would you go around. to check gas fees, Jerry? Uh, to, to check gas fees, I would go to, I don't know the name of the site right now, but I have a few bookmarks. Okay. The... I see. Let's maybe we can add that as well to help the listeners kind of, you know, yeah, go yeah. on the journey together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just Google Ethereum gas fees, but I'll I'll okay. put in a uh, something in the show notes cool. with a with a good gas fee uh, estimator. Some apps have them built in, but yeah, you want to find uh, some gas fees. You want the number to be seventy or lower, and that's GWEI. G W E I. It's like a Satoshi, but for Ethereum. Very small amount of money, but uh, they do add up, and they mm-hmm. get uh, very expensive depending on how much the network's used. But you download KuCoin, you fund your account. So now you've got a hundred bucks of Litecoin in there and you want to play with it. Um, what I like to do, and there's no rules about this, depending on your comfort level, you could do $50 and two bots. You could do $33 and three bots. You could put $500 in and do five bots, whatever, whatever you feel like, uh, you know, makes sense to you. I like to have a few running at different times, just because yeah. it's kind of fun. Some are up, some are down, but. All in all, you know, kind of law of averages, you probably do okay. Um, but determine how much money you want to start with, how much you want to invest, and then um, figure out how many how many bots you want to have. Uh, the next thing you'll want to do is to identify a, a pair that is high volatility, high volatility, and KuCoin actually lets you sort by percentage gain and volatility in the last seven huh. days or 24 hours. So you can, you can find pairs that uh, have very high volatility. And one thing I'll say is that for the pairs that have high volatility, they have higher minimums to get in. So whereas maybe a, a I don't know, Doge and USDT tether uh, that last I checked had like a 30 or $40 minimum to enter into the grid bot trading scenario. Uh, some of the other ones, some of the newer altcoins that have just been added to that uh, KuCoin system, they tend to be very volatile. They don't have a lot of history like Shiba Inu. I think that Shiba one, yeah. yeah, that one had, I think a $500 minimum to get in because it was so volatile that everybody wanted to get in it and just thought, Hey, free money. Wow. Yeah. But um, yeah, most of mine are, are fairly, uh, fairly normal. They're, they're Bitcoin, US Tether, Ethereum, US Tether. I have a Bitcoin XRP one. And it, I, I believe this comes from FX trading, this entire grid trading strategy. I think it comes from FX trading. 
maybe okay. some of our listeners are FX traders and know more about this. And so I think this is just this notion is coming into crypto now more recently uh, because of the nature of, of pairs of, you know, U.S. dollar, Australian dollar and all kinds of different pairs. Uh, but you need to identify a pair that uh, that works well together. They say that, uh, you know, one that I haven't tried that I've been looking at trying is U.S. Uh, DT and USDC, those are identical in terms of they're both stable coins, one's Tether and one's uh, USDC, like the Coinbase stable coin. Okay. And you can try and, and even though the, the differences are very tiny, you can also try and make some profits off of the very tiny uh, differentiations in the price. Fractional... Yeah, yeah, the fractions of a penny. Okay. Uh, they also say take take a couple coins that maybe are trying to solve similar problems like uh, uh, Ethereum and what are what is an Ethereum killer? Maybe uh, Cosmos or Polkadot. Try try some of those and and see how that works as well. Two coins that have very similar trying to solve very similar problems. Right. But uh, you want to check the volatility profile, make sure it's high enough to be worth your time. Because that's what you're playing off of, essentially, with the grid is it. Tr it truly is the the ebb and flow, the high, the the more predictable ups and downs, right? Yes, you want right. opposing forces on it, okay. um, just kind of pulling and pushing and making the thing move. That's what you want. You want movement. That's why I asked you a few weeks ago if you could help me find uh, something that does that sort of wave. Yeah type of thing so when you find it I'll <laughs> you let you know, know. <laughs> yeah and the other cool thing on KuCoin and, and I think Pinex as well is you can copy other people's bots so when you go That's to their cool. grid bot page you can see what other what popular uh, uh, pairs there are uh, but a lot of them on those pages are going to have higher minimums because they are so volatile and they also kind of uh, get you with these APRs they show you this APR percentage like in a theoretical world, if you were going to leave this bot running for one year, based on the last seven days of what profit it made, it would make, you know, 700% APR, wow. which I don't, I kind of ignore that APR metric. It sounds really nice. It's really high and just, oh yeah, who wouldn't want 800% APR? Right. But in actuality, I don't intend to run these things for a year and my entry point will never be the same as what the uh, initiator of of the bot I'm copying is. So you just got to kind of do does, a... Does this mean that. that you have to be logged into the app? Like this thing has to run in your background, whether it's your, you know, on your phone or your tablet, whatever, 24-7? Or if you were to shut down, it has a portal that kind of logs into that you don't have to yeah, do something. That's correct. It's all cloud-based. So okay. you control it from your app. But the nice thing, yeah, you can shut your phone down, go on vacation, okay. whatever, and it'll just do its thing. And you can okay. check it as often as you want. You can stop it. Uh, Pionex lets you actually, I haven't tried this yet, but you can actually remove the grid profit that you've made so far and extract it out of the running bot. Wow. Keep running. Supposedly. I, I have yet to try that. I don't know why. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but I'm just kind of leaving that alone. That's interesting. It's so interesting. It is. Yeah. So the next thing you're going to want to do on step five for those following along on the article is to figure out the duration 
you can do this for a couple hours if you want, but from most of the articles I've read and just from experience, it seems like the longer, the better. As long as you're within the range and you're somewhat, uh, you know, the, the thing is not uh, tanking or going to the moon, as long as it's kind of staying in the range and oscillating and doing its thing, I think the longer you're in these trades, I think the more grid profit you'll make. That's, uh, it, it's kind of, um, it's kind of to, to back to it, the style of trading that we've talked about before, you want to be an investor, right? And it's, it's kind of bringing that mentality to this stuff with the, a grid trade essentially is, you know, the longer you're in it, the better, just like it would be a normal investment. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, some people talk about grid trading as an alternative to hodling. Hmm. Instead of hodl, holding. Hodl, hodl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I have one basket where I'm holding some Bitcoin and, you know, I'm asking myself the question, would this be better? Yeah. If Bitcoin is just going to oscillate, let's just say between 30 and 70 for the next six months, maybe this, maybe this is a better strategy. I don't yeah, know. There's I mean, also, that's huge. Um, there's, there's staking too. I'm staking on uh, crypto.com. That's paying me, I think four or four and a half percent. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go about making passive income from the, the crypto you have. Absolutely. I mean, you could just hold it and not think about it, not worry about it. That's, that's totally fine. This is just another thing to, uh, to, to try. But once you figure out the duration, that's going to help you figure out the upper and lower boundaries. Like I was saying earlier with either turning on Bollinger Bands in um, TradingView or looking at another metric called ATR, average true range. Yeah. If you go to the daily view, ATR will tell you uh, based on your your uh, time frame about how much the underlying is expected to move up or down in a given day. So you can use those either of those metrics, Bollinger Bands or ATRs, or maybe there's others you're aware of that um, that would help you do that. And and then the I the AI itself. They call it AI. I don't know. I think that's stretching it a little bit. I don't, I, I don't know if I call <laughs> grid trading AI, but it does do kind of, they claim they do some sort of heuristic or maybe a back test of about a week and just basically take the highest it was in the last week and the lowest it was in the last week and, and puts that in there for you. And you can override that if you don't like theirs. I usually yeah. do. I usually tighten them up a little bit personally, but that's all you know, your personal preference. But I love this customization though. Like you, you do have more, you really do feel like in a sense you are in control. A lot of this, their KuCoin isn't leading it for you. This is you. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they give you some uh, suggestions, some highs and lows, and then you can adjust it. And the, the other cool thing they just launched, and this wasn't available last week, even this is in the latest update of their app you can change the highs and lows now and stay in the trade. In the past, you used to have to stop and then set it up again from the beginning and then uh, execute it, run it, set it to run again. Now you can, now you can just kind of manage that. So I, I haven't really taken advantage of that, but that's good to know too. Yeah. That's great. So the, the next part, now you've got your highs and you've got your lows set. And you, the next one is you really want to figure out, this is the, the key part almost, is the grids, the number of grids that you want to set. So if you have, if you have something that goes from 
50 to uh, 150, let's say your low is 50 and your high is 150, you can decide, do I want to have um, 10 grids? And do I, do I want a grid every 10 points? Do I want 20 grids? Do I want 50 grids? You can have 100 grids. <clears throat> what I'll say, you know, there's pros and cons for each. Um, the tighter the grid, the more arbitrages you will have. Uh, just in general, because the spacing is so close that you just need very small movements for a buy order to be tr triggered and then a sell limit order to be to be placed above your entry. If you have them spaced far apart, you're not going to have as many buys and sells, but the buys and sells that you do have are going to be for larger amounts. Now, let me let me ask you this. Is there and hopefully I'm not getting ahead of of this, but are you able to create like a, um, a criteria in it where it says, uh, okay, you, you set, you set your foundation, like the buy point, this is, this is where I want to buy. So this is going to be the entry, but then the grid essentially going forward is in, you know, if it goes up, you know, 5% sell, if it drops 10% from its high, buy then sell five percent up from that point so if you see what i'm saying like so let's say a coin is actually bullish but it's not doing oscillations that in a way mean it's going sideways but instead it, it is on this constant uptrend mm -hmm. but can you, you can you tell this grid like okay here's my base entry point and then i want to sell at a five percent profit or, or whatever a ten percent profit and then if the price drops 5% from its high, I want you to buy me in again. And then I want to sell 10% profit again. Can you do it like that? Or does it have to be point? And then here's my kind of stop loss or here's it. So it has to be a sideways kind of wave. Does that make sense? Um, if I understand your question, I mean, I, you cannot set, like you can set, you can set your entry points. So you can, first of all, you can start this thing and say, well, don't even buy anything until it goes up 5%. Okay. All right. So you can do that, but that's, that's a one-off on that only happens the first time you enter, then you're right. in it after that. Now, once you're in it, if you've got these levels, let's say you have a level one, a level two, a level three, you have three different lines above. You can, you just have to calculate ahead of time what you want your grid profit to be on every arbitrage on every okay. buy and sell event, you can make it 1%. And if you make the grids wider, it'll be 5%, 10%, uh, whatever, but it's always going to be equal. These bots are not that intelligent that they're going to, uh, to sort of change the percentage of profit they want to take based okay. on, how it moves there's there's other bots that i'll probably talk about on different uh podcasts and different articles that are more complex and more uh, interesting in terms of how they move but the grid bots essentially you're just setting up spacing uh in a range at the start of the trade and you're setting up limit orders in advance uh, to buy at these various intervals and whenever it hits one of those intervals it creates a new sell order at the next grid level up. Right. Okay. Now, gotcha. if it gets to the top of your range, 
I mean, that's, that's really good. That's a great outcome. And you can set a, some of them, I think, I'm not sure, actually, I think KuCoin allows you to set the opposite of a stop loss, just kind of a take profit. Yeah. So if you get to the top of your grid, it'll just get you out of the trade, close it out, and you can decide what pairs you want to end up with. Like if you're doing Bitcoin, US dollars, you can say, give it all back to me in Bitcoin or give it all back to me in US dollars. So depending on what you're trying to get more of, uh, you, you set the trade up that way and you, you set up your take profit at huh. that point going up. Um, but yeah, I mean, the idea is that if you, if you found yourself in that position, great, take the profit, maybe reset or just buy the underlying or, or set new uh, thresholds again with your new, uh, with your new levels that you're at. You know, you can base these on, I mean, you, you know so much about the Fibonacci's and the yeah. different uh, Elliott waves. And so you can, you can kind of use those to help you identify um, tops and bottoms and, profit-taking areas for you that happen to coincide with the levels on your grids okay that's good i, li I like this because yeah it would it definitely play into a, a trading style that i'm used to because um yeah there's some other indicators that i would be curious um i i, I do have those those indicators up my sleeve that i, I actually use sometimes to look at things and i i'd be curious to see if it actually would um work with it and and because they 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 do pretty well, so this is fascinating to me. I, I love this. Cool, yeah. I'm glad. I'm I'm very excited about it. And you know, just letting it run for the last week with four hundred dollars invested in four different bots, just doing different things. I've made about eighty dollars in profit. Wow. Doing doing nothing. It's just doing this while I'm sleeping. And how long? And, and how much? Uh, how much time? About a week. So so off of four hundred, you've made eighty so far. Yeah. Yeah, wow. like what, 18 18% return in 7 yeah. days. Yeah. Like that. So it's better than I, the market, man. <laughs> I, yeah, and I can't guarantee it's going to continue to do that. Uh, maybe I've right. been lucky, I don't know. Um but the the last thing I'll say on step 8 is just we've been sort of uh circling around this notion of the the stop loss. Now you can do that if you want. Like I was saying earlier in the show, uh when when Bitcoin went below my uh my bottom threshold, I still stayed in the trade. I didn't have a stop loss. I could have taken one. Uh, right. If you're not comfortable with just watching your, uh, your Bitcoin become lower and lower in value then by, or whatever pair you're in, set one, uh, if that's what you want to do, or if, or if you're just willing to, to kind of keep an eye on it and watch it, you can stop at any time you feel like it. If you're looking at it and you happen to see it's getting in an area you're not comfortable with, or you can readjust the, uh, the upper and lower boundaries if you want as well. Hmm. So cool. I, yeah. this is, I mean, this is kind of in a way, you know, I do a lot of the videos that I do. Um, I do discuss, I mentioned a lot, the, the algorithmic trading, the computer trading that's was introduced in the market, you know, uh, you know, some odd years ago. Um, and, and how do we as retail investors find a way to get in on that game and yes. this, you know, stepping into the crypto space is, is, you know, we're not saying that this is the future and, and, and get rid of all the money you have in the market and just put it all in crypto. We're not saying that, but, <laughs> but it's like, th this really does make me feel like I have that sense of 
of power in that game of the, the, the algorithmic trading and, and having something essentially create a, a pretty good chance of just having passive income generated through this. Exactly. You know, this is, yeah. um, I, I think I'm going to say it. I think this is blowing my mind. <laughs> this is cool i it really is cool I, I you know i i know not many people are getting hyped on the on the crypto stuff and whatnot but i gotta say i mean i'm i'm a capitalist like i'm i'm about the profit i, I know i differ from from greg on this and and a little bit from you is i don't i'm not looking at crypto as what it can do for me at, you know having the ability to spend the crypto itself on something i'm looking at this from the perspective of how do i create revenue and, and profit and you know actualize this and, and move it around that's how i'm yeah. approaching it and this this nails it so I, I this is amazing jerry it's exciting stuff yeah i'm uh i'm, I'm really happy that i uh kind of discovered it there's a lot of really good videos and resources i'll put a few in the show notes yeah and if, I'm... if anybody has any good pairs or recommendations i mean there's discord groups there's telegram groups everybody's got you know their their favorite pairs or their new recommended pairs and you can copy them and you can talk about you know what's working what's not yeah uh so there's a really neat community around this too so it's it's kind of an exciting little uh little hobby right now for me and if, if it's lucrative I'll, I'll you know make i'll expand the amount i'm giving these bots but uh <laughs> i have uh three other bots that i haven't even talked about i think i have seven running in total each with a hundred dollars wow. allocated to it yeah i'll talk about that on another podcast okay but i've been using a um, um it's called pi crypto bot python the programming language crypto bot and wow. i run it on a on an amazon cloud uh server that's crazy and it's 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 basing its trades more on what you were talking about it's got uh it looks at macd it looks at 12 and 26 ema crossovers wow. it's got obv uh on balance volume i'm still learning what that is <laughs> eri so it has so many different signals wow. that it that it uses. It uses Fibonacci's and resistances. Well, because we've talked about this before, the more indicators you use, the more profit you make, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For everyone listening out there, we're joking, by the way. So <laughs> I thought so it was funny. the more monitors you had. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. It, the indicators yeah. just compound it on top of the, right. mon the monitors. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. This is so cool. I, you know, Jerry, I, I'm happy that, that, you know, out, out of, out of all three, you know, the three of the money Vikings here, I, I, I think, um, the, the one person that was best equipped to take this on was you. So I, I appreciate you doing this and I, I hope the listeners do as well, because, um, I, this is just great. I, and I think this is the stuff that we've always kind of dreamed about and talked about is finding that passive, something that passive income, something that you can, in a way, kind of your, your mini Watson, right? You can kind of tell it what to do and it goes out and does it and yeah, you reap the benefit yeah. and the reward. And so. I'd love to find if any of our listeners know of any uh, systems that allow us to do this for just regular stocks. Uh, yeah. S&P 500, because that also opens up a whole other uh, yes. area to, to try this on, not just crypto. Yeah. I, I would love, if we can get some comments and, and feedback uh, from some of the listeners, that'd be great. Cause I've been, I've been 
snooping around a little bit and you know it's hard to tell if you can trust something nowadays right so it is, mm-hmm. i kind of hit it with caution um so I, I yeah, like, yeah and and yeah speaking of caution and you have a cautionary tale to talk about in a moment but um yeah. i will say that um yeah just be careful i wouldn't put too much into these systems <clears throat> just yet um you know kucoin is is in singapore it you know, and, and I don't know if you've been following the the press with Binance and Binance US yeah. being investigated and yeah. rumors of people. Uh, I don't know if this is FUD or not, but there's rumors of people having millions of Bitcoin being locked out of their Binance accounts because oh, whatever. I don't know. I'm not VPNing in to do any of this stuff, yeah. but uh, I also haven't filled out the KYC stuff. So just keep an eye on that and know yeah. that uh, there is a risk that... Uh, maybe one day you won't be able to access your funds. Right. And, so. and for, for those who are wondering the, uh, what Jerry's referring to is that um, the, the hacker group that shut down the pipeline in the United States, the gas pipeline was a gas pipeline in the United States. Um, so, you know, supposedly they were paid five, you know, it was, it was a ransom attack. So they were paid $5 million through Binance. Um, uh, so and I, I can't remember if it was Bitcoin or, or specifically or if it i know it was binance so binance is under investigation um because they actually have um a high number of illegal activities that have been transacted through their um exchange uh but something to take with a grain of salt to know is that binance is the largest um crypto exchange out of them all too so it kind of makes sense that you would see more illegal activity than others so um, yes but that is that is the the news on on Binance right now. So, um, Jerry, this is this has been great. Um, I, I um, uh, listeners, I hope they do. I I like to assume they do. Um, but uh, next week, what do you what are you thinking? What do you what are your plays going to be? What are you looking at? Well, the interesting thing is that next week is option expiration Friday on the 21st. So nothing too complicated, but I've got a few covered calls that uh, wherever destiny takes me, I've got, uh, I think it's XLI. I think that's a industrial um, ETF spider one. So that one's, I think right now it's like a 50 cents over my uh, call. So I will either sell it and collect the uh, premium or I will uh, keep it and roll it to, you know, June. Uh, same thing with DBA, which is a uh, agricultural ETF. Um, that one, actually, agriculture has been insane. And I'm kind of bummed I did a covered call on that because if I didn't, I could just keep these profits. Now that I did a cover, uh, sell it potentially at uh, less profit than uh, I would have had I never done the covered call. But at the time, of course, no, I didn't know Agriculture, that. <laughs> is that a... Is it a supply and demand play? Is that why? Well, I, I, I believe so. I mean, I think it has to do with soy and corn and grains and all of these, uh, and inflation too. I mean, it's okay. just going up in price. And, and I think there's a lot of buying from China of corn. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's doing really well, much, much better than I thought when I entered the covered call, it wasn't doing anything. And then as soon as I, uh, sell a call against it, it decides to wake up and go against me. Oh, <laughs> yeah so i'm just i'm just kind of monitoring those and i'm just gonna let my uh my robots do their thing i love it have you named them those. yet 
<laughs> you gotta name them. <laughs> I gotta name them. Yeah. You gotta come yeah. up with names. Uh, that's what I want to hear too. I want people to throw some names out for the bots for for Jerry. And he'll tell you how how Sally Sue or whoever is doing. Um, so I, I you know I'll throw mine. Just a couple things I'm looking at is um, I, I I've actually um, been playing some a uh, little bit of penny stocks lately. So okay. Um, uh, NWBO uh, Northwest Biotherapeutics. That's a one I'm playing in. Um, uh, one that <laughs> that I really is just it's it's kind of one of those um, Dogecoin stories is. Uh, mm-hmm. HCMC Healthier Choices Management Corp. Um, What's going on with that one? I, I think I I own uh, forty thousand shares of that. Yeah, one. right. <laughs> Hundred thousand shares deep, man. Um, it's yeah. I don't. It, you know, it's it's a pie in the sky. It, it's one of those. It, it's a. It's definitely a moonshot on uh, on what it's going to do. I don't know. There's something with like a lawsuit. Um, I I haven't myself gotten to uh too into i haven't done too much dd on it i just know it had something to do with like a lawsuit that was okay coming playing through but you know looking at it right now it's it's a it's a little over it's almost two tenths of a penny (laughs) you know per (laughs) share (laughs) i'm just thinking myself like hey this thing goes up to a penny i've made tenfold on my money so right why not you know yeah it's Um, fun to kind of plant these little seeds in right. various accounts and and you know you're not risking that much as long no. as you understand it and maybe one day you wake up and, uh, yeah yeah some of maybe, them maybe when I'm, I'm old and gray it's a million dollars <laughs> and hand it off to my kids yeah. um doing that but uh another one you know cbli that's so this is one um it's cleveland biolabs and it, this is actually looking to have a buyout on the table by a larger company um uh that is is coming down the pipeline um so this is kind of uh not not new public news yet but um it's there's some rumblings around it um things are looking good so that's that's one um it's a biotech play and then of course, good old MVIS. Uh, just yeah, what's you know, the word? What's going on with them? So th- this is this is the thing is their stakeholder meeting is on the twenty sixth. Um, it's things are are coming together really well. There's some technical formations that are playing out. Um, you know, of course, OpEx is on the twenty first. Um, it, it's you get kind of anxious, right? Because mm-hmm. especially as long as I've been with this one, is um, you know you. A lot of things are pointing in the right direction. That things are going to play out in the, in the in a great form, and and it, things are going to look hot. But you always get nervous, right? Um, so there there's supposedly some some uh, reportings that are going to come out this next week. Um, we're keeping an eye out or or an ear out for a valuation uh, of uh, of the company or of the product, and then uh, an assessment of the performance. Um, but then on the 26th, uh, yeah, looking for some, some really great news to come out and be released to the stakeholders, um, that should also push this thing, uh, approaching hopefully $40 by the end of the month. Oh, so, nice. yeah, so that, that's kind of what we're looking out for. Um, but one thing I did want to say before we wrap up here, um, you know, cause, cause this is kind of, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this, but, um, I just want to say this. So a lot of our listeners out there and, and even kind of the newer investors in general, 
um, have kind of stepped into this options trading environment for the first time. And, um, you know, I, I just want people to know it's extremely risky, you know, and, and all of us here at the Money Vikings, we, we don't want to kind of lead our audience astray with this kind of uh, approach of investing uh, as being the best approach, right? right. Um, you know, we have to remind the audience that, you know, there's, there is the, the upside potential is exponential with options, but the downside is 100%. Of, of your money, right? 100% mm -hmm. of your money off the table, gone if if you're riding this thing to expiration sure. and, it, and it doesn't hit. And I, I think um, a lot of the YouTube videos out there and the podcasts and bloggers and, and discords and groups and, you know, stock tweets, like everyone in the rainbow is really pumping out options, options, options. And you know, when somebody is an investor looking to that, that source as reliability and they follow suit, they're also not understanding the risks behind it. They're being more sold on, look how much money you can make when, when you go this route. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, Jerry, you're our, our guy, our guru with, with the options and the different strategies behind playing options right and even you know that you want to try to have almost a hundred percent certainty of profitability when you play this ideally but i don't think I, that's out there anywhere <laughs> right 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 but you know it's like that's what you're you're striving for and and yes when you know and i'll i'll tell everybody out there i i've had plenty of times where i told jerry to to buy this option and he's like I wonder if I can do like an uh, iron condor or some some other method on it, right? Just to lower the uh, the the probability of uh, right the uh, risk, you know, losing and money, yeah. Because you're 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 brilliant around that stuff, and um, you know, with us where we we're a little more seasoned and we kind of know what we're looking for, and you know, if we see that we're we're losing and fundamentals and technicals aren't lining up, we're gonna actually just cut the losses and not write it down, and yeah, you know, I want people to know what they're you know, the purpose of the Money Vikings, it is financial freedom and independence. And it's not about that risk. It's about being smart and investing wisely, being true investors and knowing the game and how to properly, you know, play it. And maybe you have a little side cash to, to kind of gamble with on those options. And so, I just wanted to kind of wrap up today with that, that sort of little commentary note, because, you know, truly that's what we're about the money Vikings and, and just feeding information and, and ideas. And hopefully the everyday person is, is able to kind of get to that point in life where they, they have that, that freedom. So anyways, um, Jerry, it's, it's been a great show. I know, uh, we've, we've missed Greg today, but, uh, Great show. Uh, hope everybody out there, you guys go into a great week and, you know, kind of uh, love to have you check out KuCoin and, and kind of get your ideas and for the week and, and invest uh, wisely. And until then, we'll uh, see you guys all in the next one. Take care. Take care. We are not financial professionals and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only. We are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way. 
Our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with. This podcast does not represent the thoughts, intentions, plans, strategies of our employers. It only represents the opinions of the authors. If you need specific guidance on your own financial situation, please consult a financial fiduciary professional. Thank you.